Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shirim and Daf Yomi. My name is Yitzchak Yat Shalom. We're now in Masachat Eruvin, Daf Ayin is Ayin. Amud Bet, in the middle of our analysis of the second Mishnah of this, the seventh parak, Chalon. Uh, again, dealing with a wall that serves as a barrier between Chatzerot and how we can overcome that. So you got a wall that's ten Tvachim high. It's blocking. And let's say you had a ladder that is four Tvachim wide on each side. And where they meet, they are within three Tvachim of each other, widthwise across the wall. Then, you can uh, now measure from the top of each ladder up to the top. It's less than ten tefachim. You can make one eruv. Shloshayin or right. If it's three or further away from each other in in the width, then uh, it is not memait. That's only if the wall itself is not four wide. As we saw earlier, if the wall is four wide, even if it's very distant, because now the wall that's its ownership now connects them. So now imagine that you've got, let's say, a wooden stand, and then another wooden stand on top of it with legs, so that there's a stand, space, and stilt, sort of, another stand. If the lower one is four wide, then you're going to count from the top of that stand up, and if it's less than ten, you're good to go. Even if the bottom one isn't four wide, but the one above it is wider and it's four wide, but there are less than three tvachim of airspace between the top of the bottom one and the bottom of the top one, it still works. Of course, if there's more than three airspace, then this thing's in the air and it's a michitza ba'avir, it doesn't work. Here you got a like a step ladder with with steps that are jutting out, so it's not a regular climbing ladder. If the bottom step is four wide, eight, then you count from there up. Even if that one's not four, if the upper one is four, and there isn't three, aren't three tefachim between, meaning. Within three tvachim of the ground, there is one that's four, or within three tvachim of the lower one, there's one that's four. Ma'it, and it works, and you count from there up. Ziz So you've got a ledge coming out of the wall. Again, four by four. And you put any size sulam on it, miato. Then we count from the ledge up. But that's, of course, if you only put it up against the ledge. If you put it next to the ledge, all you did was extend the ledge, and that hasn't helped at all to me with my eight. Now you got a wall that's 19 high. Remember, 10 is our limit, <coughs> and we want to make it lower. It needs one Z's, write it about nine and a half, because then you will start from that point up, and it'll be another nine and a half up, and then you're good. Kotel is three, but if it's 20 heights, there's no way to do it without two ledges in there. And that's only if they're placed, not one above the other, but, but at on, but at zigzagging. And the reason is then you could climb from one to the other theoretically. You don't have to do it, just have theoretically. Let's say you got a pillar, a, a tower sitting, a, a, a stand sitting in Rishutu Abim. 10 by 4. 
You put a little plug into the top, any size. Miato. What you've done now is if it's exactly four by four, and remember the issue of the diagonal, so it's really going to be five point uh, six, but four by four, and you put one peg in the middle. What you've done is you made it less than four by four. There is not four by four of usable space there. It's now a tour. He says the peg has to be three high. If it's less than three high, it's just part of the surface. They say even if it's lower than that, it's still not usable. My Nobody could use it if there's that peg. You got a flat surface, a little jutting thing, can't use it. He disagrees. He says even if it's three high, it doesn't help. My You can hang something on it. So the whole space is usable. Maybe not for a consistent use, but it's usable. Meaning consistent, meaning the same, uh, a, a uniform use. What if you put a bunch of pegs in it? Remember Rabbi Yochanan said, we've seen this both in Erevin and in uh, Shabbat, if you have a pit and you dig a pit and it's five deep, but the, what you dug out of it, you pile around it, and that's five high, you got ten. Nobody uses it. You could use, put something there and use it. Still here, even though you got all these pegs, you could put something like very broad on it that'll sit on the pegs. So now we're going to talk about the issue of a diagonal. If you have a wall that's 10 high, you need to have a ladder that's 14 long. It's not, not very long, but that's, that's 14 high because you're going to lay it at a diagonal and that's what you'll need in order to be moderate. It could be 13 and something. It could be 11 and something. Even seven and something. Seven and a little bit. So Rav says, if you have a sulam that's straight up, it's a ma'et. I have a tradition like that. I don't know what the reason is. Richa Rav doesn't know the reason for this rule. It's just like an itzaba on top of an itzaba that we had before. The palm branch, the palms in Bavel are very big and their branches are very heavy. And therefore, if you put them down, you don't have to nail them down. They're heavy by themselves and they're, and they're considered in place. So you make a pile of them that you'd count from the top of the pile if you put it against the wall. My time because the, the weight makes them kavua. The ladders used in Bavel are also very heavy. Because they're heavy, they're, that's kuvea space. So certainly the branches. Ladders are made to be moved, <coughs> so they're more easily moved. All right, so if you, the one who mentioned the palm branches would probably not apply it to the ladders. So he asked Rabba, his colleague, Sulam Mikan, Sulam Mikan, Mikashin Mamsa. Now imagine a ladder that is wood on two sides, but in the middle, where your foot would go, instead it's straw. Mahu. So does that count? You can't climb up that. Because you've got two small wood side things on the side. In the middle, where it's broad, there's straw. You can't climb on that. So therefore it doesn't count. Now I'll flip it, Sushra Yosef. What if there's straw on the outside and wood on the middle? You could climb up that one, therefore it does count. 
Now he asked him another question. What happens if you carved some of the rest of the of the ladder into the wall itself? How much do you need? I'm really about sorry. You need the full ten. You need ten. He said, What if you made the entire thing dug into the wall? Meaning you carved a steps into the wall. Then it has to go all the way to the top. What's the difference? When you've got a ladder and you've got a little bit of part carved into the wall, you can still use the ladder to climb higher. But when all the steps are in the wall, you can only go as high as they go, therefore they have to go to the top. What if you used a tree as a ladder? So, the truth is, it could be asked according to Rebbe and according to Rabbanan. If they take you back, remember that Rebbe's position is, and that includes, to climb a tree. So, you could argue that as long as these two chatserot are accessible to each other during Ben Hashmashot, maybe you can make an Eruv. Or maybe not. Maybe even Rabbanan, who forbids Shvut Ben Hashmashot, would allow it here. Now, Tibayu the Rebbe, let's say, Rebbe only said that it's during Ben Hashmashot. So, for instance, if you put an Eruv in a Carmelite, uh, and the place you were Shavet was a Rashut Achid, it's a valid Eruv, according to Rebbe, because you could carry it during Ben Hashmashot, and that's all you need. But Rebbe will certainly agree that when it comes to connecting to Chatzerot, you need to have a a, uh, a, a a method of going between them that you could use all of Shabbat. And you can't climb the tree during Shabbat day or after Ben Hashvashot. Maybe the opposite. Maybe Rabbanu would say, look, you've got access. You're just not allowed to do it. Literally, a lion is crouching over you. The lion of the Torah, a lion of the Rabbanu saying you're not allowed to do that. But you do have access. Uh, which would mean that, for instance, if the access was via an Isra Hanah, so you would say that, um, that, uh, you, that you, you, there is a door, you just not allowed to use it for separate reasons. So, so that's the next question. What if you used a, an Asherah tree as a ladder? Rabbi Yehuda says you can make an Erev out of Isra Hanah. Remember, we had that with the Beit HaKvarot. And Rabbanon say you can't. You're allowed to make an Eruv and, and make a Kinyan house with using Yisrael. After you acquired it, you don't care about it. It's a formal Kinyan just for the, for the rights. But then, so therefore, since you don't care about it, therefore, the fact that Yisrael doesn't bother you. Dilma doesn't bother us. So Dilma, Phil Rabbanon, or maybe Rabbanon would say, you know what, even though you're not allowed to make an, is, uh, an Eruv out of Yisrael here, the reality is that it is a door. The fact that you're not allowed to use it is a separate problem. So Amarle, what was Rabbanon's answer to these complex questions? Ilan Mutar Vashira Sura. The tree one is Mutar, but making an Asherah, that, that doesn't work. He said the opposite. After all, Ilan, you're not allowed to use because of Shabbat. So Nitzar, therefore we'll forbid it as a conveyance to connect the two, the two Chatserot. Asherah is an external Isur. It may be very severe, but it's external to Shabbat. So lo Nitzar. Why? So this comes from the Beit Midrash in Tiberia. Kol Shisur Shabbat Garamlo, any time where the connection is something that's Asur because of Shabbat, Asur doesn't work. 
some other Isur, Kilayim, or whatever it may be, Mutar. He had a simple read. Ilan Plukta Rabbi Rabbanan, Asher Plukta Rabbi Yehud Rabbanan. Nachum Yitzhak said the presentation that Rav Yosef had to Rabbah really should have gone in a much more simple way, which is to say that Rabbi and Rabbanan would disagree about the use of an Ilan because it would go after Ben Ashmashot. And Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbanan would disagree about the use of an Asherah because it really would follow the question about whether you can make an Eruv with Isurei Hana'ah. Okay, we'll pause this point. We'll pick it up with the next Mishnah in the next podcast. In the meantime, everybody should have a wonderful day.